Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Qianlong Emperor, the worst poet in Chinese history? Published in the World of Chinese. Written by Sun Jiahui. Read to you by Cliff Larson. The longest-lived ruler of the Qing Dynasty wrote 43,000 poems in his lifetime, most of them bad. If you ask a Chinese person who was the most successful poet in Chinese history, the answer most likely will be one from the Tang Dynasty, 618 to 907, the golden age of Chinese poetry. The poet immortal Li Bai, known for the fantastic themes and playfulness of his works. The poet sage Du Fu, who wrote realistic poems about this chaotic time in history. Or Bai Juyi, whose low-key, near-vernacular style made his verses understandable even to uneducated people, and whose works are enjoyed by readers in foreign countries like Japan and Korea. But when it comes to being the most prolific poet, the Qianlong Emperor of the Qing Dynasty, 1616 to 1911, has all these Tang luminaries beat. One of the longest-lived monarchs in Chinese history, the Qianlong Emperor had 43,000 poems to his name. By the time he died at the age of 88, meaning he allegedly wrote 1.3 poems each day on average. By comparison, the 18th century complete Tang poems, Quan Tang Shi, China's largest collection of Tang poetry, contained 49,000 poems by more than 2,200 poets. Alleged is the key, as it is not clear the emperor penned a single poem attributed to him and he was definitely more concerned with quantity than quality, to put it mildly. It was not rare for ancient Chinese emperors to write poems. Li Jing, the second ruler of the southern Tang state during the Five Dynasties and Ten Kingdoms period, 907 to 960, and his son and successor, Li Yu, are both recognized as great poets. But unfortunately, hundreds of years on, no one could say the same of the Qianlong Emperor, except for the Son of Heaven himself. The Emperor was very proud of his poetic achievements, once saying in his late years, At the age of nearly ninety, I have created as many poems as that of the poets of the whole Tang Dynasty. Isn't that a legend in the literary world? Qian Zhongshu 
A famous literary scholar and writer of the 20th century commented on the Qianlong Emperor's poem in his On the Art of Poetry, Tan Yi Lü. The Emperor Gaozong of the Qing Qianlong wrote poems like he was writing essays using many necessary auxiliary words. It makes people sick. From the Emperor's oeuvre, one poem called On Flying Snow, Fei Xue, is included in primary school textbooks today. It goes like this. One piece, another piece, and another piece. Two pieces, three pieces, four, five pieces. Six pieces, seven pieces, eight, nine pieces, all fly into the flowering reeds and disappear. Yi pian, yi pian, yo yi pian, liang pian, san pian, si wu pian. 六篇, if it weren't for the last line, one wouldn't know this uh, was meant to be a poem. But this final line may not even have been written by the emperor himself. Some folk tales say it was the official, Ji Yun, a well-known writer in the Qing dynasty who finished the poem, after the emperor wrote the first three lines. Others say it was another official, Li Yong. Other readers found this poem very similar to a work by Zheng Banqiao, a painter and calligrapher living in the same time as the Qianlong emperor. Zheng's poem was called On Snow, Yong Xue. He wrote, One piece, two piece, three, four pieces, five, six, seven, eight, Nine ten pieces, one thousand pieces, ten thousand pieces, countless pieces, all flying into the plum blossom and cannot be seen. Yi pian, liang pian, san si pian, wu liu qi ba jiu shi pian, qian pian, wan pian, wu shu pian, fei ru mei hua zong bu jian. Since Zheng and the emperor were contemporaries, it's hard to say who wrote their poem first, but most people who subscribe to the plagiarism theory believe the emperor copied Zheng, as it would have been suicidal to plagiarize an emperor in ancient China. Another of Qianlong Emperor's poems describing cucumber is famous for being unpoetic. It is the best ingredient on the plate in Beijing. I tasted it lately in February. But how can I give it a review? Weighing down the trellis and embellishing the fence, it looks so beautiful. The rural landscape contains true feeling. Are 
压价坠里偏有志，田家风景会真情。Besides bad writing and plagiarism, the Qianlong Emperor was also suspected of hiring ghostwriters. According to the unofficial history of the Manchu Qing, Manqing Waishi, a collection of folk tales and anecdotes about the dynasty compiled by Tianjia, a writer living in the late 19th and early 20th century, court official Shen Dequan, ghost wrote a lot of poems for the emperor, and thus was favored by him. When Shen died, his executors found he had collected all the poems he wrote for the emperor into an anthology of his own. The emperor was very angry and embarrassed, so he ordered a complete search of Shen's estate and a confiscation of all his property. It's not clear how much of the unofficial history is true, and how much fiction. But the emperor himself admitted he didn't mind using ghostwriters. In the second year of his rule, the Qianlong Emperor published a volume of poetry named "The Complete Works in Lushan Hall," Lushan Tang Quanji, and wrote in the preface, "From now on, even if I have new works, some might be created by officials." In ancient China, writing poetry was an important marker of being an educated man. The Qianlong Emperor. Who was also an avid collector of art and calligraphy, seemed to be extra keen to prove himself as not only a capable administrator, but a man of talent and taste. Perhaps his writing ability wasn't any worse than most other emperors in history. He just exposed himself to ridicule by writing a lot and boasting about his poor attempts. The only question is, couldn't the emperor find any ghostwriters? Who could write better poems? Qianlong Emperor, the worst poet in Chinese history, written by Sun Jiahui, published in the World of Chinese.